Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Love What You Do. I am Juliette Hahn, the host, and I have another wonderful woman that I met on Clubhouse. Lee McQueen is helping small businesses thrive, and I can't wait till she jumps in, tells us her quotes, and then tells us how she found this passion. Hey, Lee, how are you? Hey, I am great, and it's so good to be here. Yes, thank you. Okay, so Cher, I know you have two quotes because I love rule breakers. So my favorite quote of all time is thoughts become things, choose the good ones. That is something that I just live by. Well, I try to live by all the time. You know, it's kind of like a mantra. It's something I tell my kids all the time. It's something that's stuck next to my desk. You know, there's always a way to switch it up and change your thought around something and, totally. and think a better one and choose something else. But the other day on somebody's clubhouse profile, I saw a quote that read something like, you might think that free things have no value, but to a man who has nothing, a free something free is everything. Ooh. And that like really hit home for me. It really resonated because one of my core values in my business is generosity. And I've had a lot of conversations lately around this thing of should you give away things for free in business or not? And I'm always like, yes, you should. It's part of it. You know, it's part of a cycle. It all comes back to you. So I really loved that one. I love that one. And you know what? I feel like that is what clubhouse is about because I'm getting so much value from people on there doing just that like being like there is a huge world out there and we all will find our niche and if we're giving back it's all going to come back so I love that you said that okay so my quote is either you go after the life you want or settle for the life you get Hmm. Plain and simple, right? Plain and simple and also super profound. Yeah I had to read that twice and I was like oh wow okay that is a super profound one. Welcome to Your Next Stop. This is Juliet Hahn. I am a wife, mom, virtual coach, public speaker, and crazy obsessed dog lover. I am so honored to be able to take you into the life of someone that has followed a passion. Every week, I hope you are as inspired as I am. Welcome to Your Next Stop. Okay, Lee. So we were in a room. I mentioned that I was doing a spot on women that have followed a passion and or hobby and made it into a career. And you were right in my DM. I loved the hustle, but I also loved you quickly were like, this is my story. If it fits, great. If it doesn't, you know, we'll see you around in Clubhouse. So can you tell us a little bit about where you were, how you started and how you found your passion? Definitely. I'll start right at the beginning. I became an entrepreneur by accident. I was 22 and I was working as a swimming coach actually I was a swimmer so I was coaching swimming for someone and he would only pay us if the clients paid him and we were all getting super irritated because no one was getting paid because the guy wasn't collecting all the fees so I went and complained and said you know I don't like the way you're running your business and he said well actually I'm tired of it do you want it you can have it oh and I was like oh okay let's try this I actually had got into swimming coaching because my husband's whole family had swimming centers so he obviously knew that, you know, I could make it work. So it was my boyfriend at the time. So I went home and said to him, like, let's try this. So that's how it started. And I very quickly became like super, super passionate about business, even though I quickly realized I wasn't that passionate about the swimming side. Business just did it for me, anything in business. So that turned into 12 years of us building that brand together. But there was always like a bit of a disconnect because it was like my husband's thing. It was his passion. It was his, like swimming was his life. 
and I had put my passion into it, but it was always him in the spotlight and his thing. And I felt like I was breaking my back and breaking my soul, like building this thing that was his. And there was no space left for me to do my thing. So eventually we, we left that business. We moved on from that. And instead of, I had this perfect opportunity to start something that I would be passionate about, which is what I'm doing now. But I decided to hide behind my husband again and help him build a second business. <laughs> And that's where like all these issues of like, am I worthy as a woman to stand up in business in my own right? You know, those sort of feelings were coming up. And I just thought, well, I didn't feel confident enough. I, I had this belief that I needed a man to be the face of the business. I needed a man to stand in front of me and be the one that the public saw. And I would just do all the hard work in the background. So I got myself into another situation <laughs> <laughs> of running a business that was somebody else's passion. And over the last sort of three years or so I've slowly broken away from that and got into a place where we just moved step by step closer to my core passion which is business women sustainability you know building something that is going to last a lifetime and leave a legacy and business in a way that feels good a lot of this comes from my early days running that business when there weren't many women entrepreneurs and there was very little support for me especially as a 22 as a young 20-ish year old it was hard and all the all the courses I did we're all very like male dominated male energy like hardcore salesy not me at all so my passion has become helping women to get the support that I didn't have and to create small businesses in a different way does your husband still have that second business that you guys started together he did he actually during covid it was really difficult to keep it going so he gave it to his staff to run because we'd left the country. They were running it and he was sort of managing it remotely and wasn't sustainable. So he pieced it up and let them take over. So that was in Cape Town, South Africa. That's a whole other story. I don't know if you want to hear about how our life just got turned upside down. We went on, um, we sold everything in September 2019 to go on this amazing, year or two traveling around the world homeschooling our kids oh, oh wow okay we our first stop was Mallorca an island of Spain my brother lives there so we thought it'd be a nice spot to start see the cousins that sort of thing and within a week or so of us arriving we realized we had a paperwork issue with our children and we couldn't actually move on yet so we had to stick around for a few months to sort that out South African stuff and Spanish stuff and figure all that out and then literally five days before our appointment to pick up the documents, the lockdown happened. So oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, and this is when you guys were still running the second business. Yeah, so he was still running that business. I was doing other sort of freelancing little bits and pieces online. Right, and how old are your kids at this time in, in 2019? So they were, when we left South Africa, they were 11 and 7. So it was like you had this huge opportunity to travel the world. You go to see your brother, you realize you have paperwork issues, and then COVID hits. Okay, so and you have this company, your husband has this company that you kind of are like, okay, this is your thing. It's just second company company that you did that you're not passionate about. And now you're stuck in Spain. So then what happens from there? So before the lockdown started, we were sort of stuck. We, we were in a kind of a lockdown of our own. Like we didn't really know anyone. We didn't have a life there. We started to try and make a bit of a life. Like my son's really into water polo. My daughter's into dancing. We signed them up for things. 
But in this kind of treading water, staying in the same place time, my husband encouraged me a lot constantly. Like, why don't you just really go into this, like helping people start businesses idea that you've been wanting to do for so long. I'd started it three times and then pulled back and gone like, oh, I'm not ready for this. So I did it in January last year, January 2020. I decided, let's just try it. And it turned out to be amazing because come March, April, suddenly the whole world wanted to start a business online. Yes. And I was right there to help them. And I love that your husband, you supported him for so long that he was really pushing you to do because he saw your talents and gave you that confidence to do it. And a lot of women don't have that. A lot of women don't have someone that's their cheerleader. I'm very fortunate that I have a husband that also believes in what I believe. And when I'm passionate about something, he's like, go for it, see what happens. So I feel like we're very connected there. Like we're so fortunate that we have that because if you don't have that, it's really hard, especially if you have a passion. So you started it in 2019. Tell us the name. First of all, I love Lee McQueen. I mean, you sound like a famous person, first of all. It just reminds me of like, it's a name that is something. So what's the name of your company? How can people find you? So I can't really say I have a name for my company, to be honest. Like all my social media, and that is is Lee McQueen. Um, I call myself a small business mentor and trainer. I did call myself the small business minimalist for a little while because I felt like that embodied, I like to keep things simple. But I found it was really a difficult concept for people to understand when they think of minimalism, they think of real stark white walls and it didn't fit with me with what I really am about which is a lot more like on the fun side and keeping it simple yes but but having fun business is fun life is fun that sort of thing but just what you were saying about supportive partners my husband was unbelievably supportive we had this conversation where I said to him I think I've been hiding behind you for all these years and he's like yeah but that's what I've been trying to tell you like I've been going you're running the business you come up and take the limelight and you keep telling me to go like I don't want to do that I want you so it was it was such an interesting like a good conversation that you guys have but so I love that he supported you. Okay. So people can find you at Lee McQueen. That's like all your social media handles. They can find you there. Yeah. So it's I am Lee McQueen is my is my social media is my Instagram and clubhouse. I love that I am Lee McQueen. Of course you are Lee McQueen. I love that. Stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor. Hi, my name is Shari Hodes, and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. Are you still in Mallorca? Okay, so no, now we are in England, in the UK. We're in the south of Devon, which we always said if we do move to England again, uh, half our family is English that we will um, we'll live on the south coast and it's gorgeous and we're loving it so far. It's been five months. And we just decided to do that because we realized we weren't going to get to travel anytime soon. So let's go and put down roots somewhere else, get the kids in school. So you landed in the UK and you're starting this business as you're going. And it's scary. I mean, that's the one thing. That's what I want this series to talk about, right? It's scary. But you did have support, but not everyone gets support. But you are like, okay, I'm doing this. Your whole life has been turned upside down because you had this plan and you had to pivot, which I'm sure was not easy, right? I mean, not easy, especially when you have two kids to also think about like you have to think about their mindset how are they doing and that whole time you have this business plan that you're running and you're like okay I'm doing this I'm doing this so take us a little bit through like your mindset and then how you started it like what was the first step that was like okay I'm doing this after your husband was like you got to do this this is what you should do okay so the first thing I did to kind of get started is 
put it out there on social media that I'm doing this. And I said I'm offering about 30 free kind of coaching calls just to, to figure out, like, what is it all about? How can I help people? What do people need? And that's something that I highly recommend to every business I work with is just work with a lot of people and for free, you know, no obligation for payment. But, you know, it's got to be the right people, obviously. They've got to be spot on your target market and just understand what they need before you start creating things. So that was the first thing I did was really understand what the small businesses I most want to work with need, which is people who really have like some kind of passion that they want to bring into the world. So whether that's something they're making or a course they're creating, whatever it is, something that they feel like they've got this thing and they, they have to bring it to life. So I felt the same. So that's the process that I used. And it slowly kind of developed over time. I started working with people who are a few years into their journey, a few you know, like in the beginning, it's a little bit messy and you're figuring it all out. But I've now found a place where I say I work with beginners who are finding their feet. I help people find their feet. So sometimes that is someone who's been in business for five years and sometimes they're just starting out but they still think of themselves as a beginner. And it was hard, you know, living in Mallorca was, everyone kept saying, oh but it's so nice that you're stuck on a tropical island, like that's everybody's dream, like oh there's worse places to be stuck. But the truth of it was it was really, really hard for us. We weren't where we wanted to be, we weren't doing what we wanted to do, we didn't ask to be stuck on a tiny island for a year, basically. We left in September, so it was a whole year. I was constantly worried, as you say, about like my kids' mindsets, what they were going through, having to homeschool in this, stuck in this apartment. Spain had a really tough lockdown. My kids did not leave the house for 58 days. It was like they did, they were not, children were not allowed out the house. The army was out, the police were out. It felt like a war zone. It was quite terrifying. So I really struggled to function with that environment. And when you are helping people in their businesses and everybody's terrified no one knows what's going on with this pandemic and they're turning to me for help and advice and then I'm in a space where I'm like I'm in a foreign country and there's like a policeman outside with a loud hailer telling people to stay inside I don't know how I'm gonna help people when I don't know what's going on in my own life it was a really tough space to be in I actually ended up backpedaling a bit and not doing much in my business for the last half of the year because the anxiety that I was struggling with was just too much and since settling here in the UK I've managed to find my feet again and be there for people a little bit more. Right. Which is, which is, which is unbelievable. I mean, so that's the thing, like you really had such an upheaval of what your whole life was. And the fact that your husband's running this other business, because you still need to bring money in, right? So he's running this other business in a different country. You're thinking about starting this business, but you're also like, I need to think about my children and my husband and what we're doing. So you have that started, but you still have this passion that you're like, I know I want to do this. It just has to be the right time. Sometimes it is okay to wait and find the right time. But I tell a lot of like my clients, sometimes you just also need just to go for it because it's never going to be a perfect time. But there's such a gray area. I mean, would you agree with that? Totally agree. I think you have to just feel it out day by day. Can't take one piece of advice on something like that and go with it because it really varies for every person. But what I found is I wanted to quit in the second half of last year so many times because the pressure was huge that I was under. As you say, you know, like you've picked up on all the main points there. Like my husband suddenly didn't have an income and the truth of that was if he'd kept his business going we would have had to end up paying in to keep it going we weren't in a position to do that so you've just got to take it one step at a time and every time I did feel like quitting this is where the amazing support of a partner comes in my husband would just keep saying to me just you don't have to work in it at all just keep it going don't close it just keep it just keep it there you know you've got something going you'll regret it if you if you suddenly just quit it all and you've got nothing to go back to what do you think 
gave you. So I want my listeners to hear because you had a lot and there's going to be people that are listening that are like, yes, I have all these things that are standing in my way and I don't know how to follow a passion or a hobby. Like, can you pinpoint one thing or two things that made you be like, fuck it, I just got to go for it? Yeah, definitely. I can totally pinpoint one moment where a coach in a group was doing free money mindset calls and I was thinking I'm not getting this business going because suddenly I was under pressure my husband wasn't working I had to make money in this business and I know I tell people all the time you can't do it when you're under pressure with that desperation it doesn't work and I thought oh, I'll do this money mindset call I've got a mindset issue about money so I did the call and she said to me instead of making it about like the money that you need to make why don't you write out your goal every single day about the impact that you want to make on the world like why have you started this business is what she basically said and that literally was all that kept me going the next few months was every time I'd started doing that I I started a practice of doing that every single day the top of my to-do list writing the impact like I just want to help like hundreds of women to feel the freedom that I felt from having my own business and that is the single thing that got me through every single day was to switch it completely from I need this to generate an income and take the focus off like all the things that were going on in my life and make this business about other people so yeah making it about others was all that got me through I mean that is I feel like for women that's something that we can do a little bit more naturally because I feel like we do think as mothers we think of other people so I love that I love that advice can you also share just one or two of your like businesses that you helped start that just give you like the biggest smile on your face that you knew that you were a part of that to help them? Do you have like one or two that you can just share the story about a little bit? Yeah, definitely. There was a lady that I helped very early last year who, in fact, she didn't even sign up as a client, to be honest. We just did a free, one of my free sessions that I, that I spoke about when I first started. And then we kept in touch and she was making like handmade jewelry on, on Etsy. She just started when I met her. And I've just loved watching her grow and blossom over the last year. You know, she's bought my little things that I do, like little work shop here and a sort of lower price product there and she's taken all the information and she's really implemented it and I've just loved watching her grow into this confident person I love I love it when she puts on Instagram she's like packaging up 20 orders and it just gives me such a kick to know that she's bringing so much joy to people through what she's creating and every day for her is just filled with this love of what she does it's hard it's not always easy and fun and you know, bed of roses, but it's wonderful to see. And I can't actually pinpoint another one because I'm working with so many amazing businesses, but the ones that really I get such a kick out of is if they have a purpose bigger than themselves. And they... Oh, I love that. You know, I spoke to someone this morning who's potentially going to be a client and they're making like handmade soaps to get people to stop buying plastic bottles with shower gel. And they're just so passionate. They're living the whole concept themselves. It's not just like I want to start it because I I can see it's trendy and it's going to make money. It's like such a big purpose behind it. And they're going to go on to great things. And I love being a part of that. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. Well, Lee, you know, I just have to say thank you so much for joining us and sharing. Again, they can find you at I am Lee McQueen and Lee is L-E-E and McQueen M-C-Q-U-E-E-N, just the way it sounds, but I'm dyslexic. So I always spell everything out for people so (laughs) they, they can get it. And you guys can find her there if you have questions. As she says, she does a ton of workshops. If you guys have a passion or something and you don't know where to start, 
reach out to Lee. She is here to help. And Lee, again, thank you so much for joining us and sharing your story. Thank you so much. I just love what you're doing with this podcast. I love the purpose and the passion behind what you're doing. So thank you. It's it's bringing me so much joy. It really, really is. So guys, if you like what you hear, please share, rate, review, and send this out from every platform that you have. And next week, don't forget to tune in for another episode of Love What You Do series with another woman lighting the world on fire. Again, Lee, thank you so much. Thank you. I hope you liked this episode of Your Next Stop. Please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in each week. 